Welcome, my brothers and sisters, to Breaking Open the Word, the Sunday edition of the God Minute. I'm Father Michael. This weekend in the United States, it's a holiday weekend in which we celebrate, specifically on Monday, those who labor, who work on behalf of others. We give thanks to God for the work of our hands and pray for those who are without work, that they may find suitable work to provide for those in their care. So let's remember our Labor Day weekend holiday. You know, September is also the month that we honor our heritage as the Godminute family. We honor the whole St. Vincent de Paul family, specifically under the patron of our family, St. Vincent de Paul. Well, beloved of God, today we celebrate the 23rd Sunday in Ordinary Time. The gospel chosen for today is taken from the 14th chapter of Luke's gospel, verses 25 through 33. So let's just place ourselves in the presence of God that we might listen to his word and have it affect our hearts. Great crowds were traveling with Jesus. And he turned and addressed them. If anyone comes to me without hating his father and mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters, and even his own life, he cannot be my disciple. Whoever does not carry his own cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. Which of you wishing to construct a tower does not first sit down and calculate the cost to see if there is enough for its completion? Otherwise, after laying the foundation and finding himself unable to finish the work, the onlookers should laugh at him and say, this one began to build but did not have the resources to finish. Or what king marching into battle would f not first sit down and decide whether with 10,000 troops he can successfully oppose another king advancing upon him with 20,000 troops? But if not, while he is still far away, he will send a delegation to ask for peace terms. In the same way, Every one of you who does not renounce all his possessions cannot be my disciple. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. The CEO of a major corporation was wondering who he was going to hire as his second-in-command. So he gathered his advisors together and he said to them, Gentlemen, I want an honest, decent, caring, moral Christian man, a man frugal and self-sacrificing to be second in command. Sir, I feel certain you won't find him, said one of his advisors. And why not? asked the CEO. The advisor responded, because he was Jesus of Nazareth who was crucified over 2,000 years ago. Truer words were never spoken. You know, today's gospel 
challenges us to make a total commitment to the will of God, putting God first in our lives. That's what it means to be a disciple. The gospel invites us to a deeper understanding of what it means to live our life of faith. Each one of us, having been invited into a relationship with Jesus Christ through our baptism, we're given an opportunity to be his presence in the world. This means putting our faith into action in every aspect of our life. Putting faith in action calls us to live according to God's will as a visible witness to the values of faith, loving God and our neighbor. You know, for some people, this is a difficult task, especially because we live in a very narcissistic and self-centered world, and perhaps more today than ever before. Why was Jesus, who had been preaching to his followers, love one another, including their enemies, suddenly announcing that no one could be his disciples unless he hated his own family? Well, let me clarify. The Hebrew language does not have comparatives. It's not possible in Hebrew, for example, to speak of loving something more or less than another thing. It is only possible to speak of loving or hating. The phrase, if anyone follows me and does not hate father and mother, etc., etc., should be understood in this way. If anyone follows me without preferring me to father and mother. To illustrate that, we only need to look at the same passage in the Gospel of Matthew, where Jesus says, whoever loves father and mother more than me is not worthy of me. That's Matthew chapter 10, verse 37. Besides the word hate, as used in this case, it's kind of a Semitic exaggeration and may reflect an uh, idiom which means love less than. So it becomes clear that Jesus hating one's family is a Semitic hyperbole or exaggeration spoken for effect, basically, to get his message across. That's how important it is to be a disciple. Jesus was on his way to Jerusalem where he would be crucified, but the crowd thought that he was going to uh, take over Jerusalem to oust out the Romans and to reestablish the old Davidic kingdom of Israel. Jesus was enormously popular. Let's, let's not forget that, especially with the crowds. As a great healer, a, a brave and bold teacher, and a great miracle worker. Looking at the cheering masses, however, Jesus frankly put before them the strenuous conditions for discipleship. God first. Jesus didn't come to make our burdens heavier, but rather to give them meaning. You see, real discipleship demands true commitment to the duties entrusted to us by life circumstances, the community, or directly by God himself and 
by loving acts of selflessness, humbly, sacrificial love shown to others, offered to all God's children around us. Let us remember that all this is possible only if we rely on the power of prayer and the guidance of the Holy Spirit. God has to be first in our life above all things if we're to succeed the way we're supposed to. Most people live for the moment and seek only to find pleasure for themselves in the moment. No one really wants to suffer or sacrifice and certainly not for the benefit of another. But as Catholics, as Christians, we're different. Jesus calls us to let go of all the things and people that may lead us away from God. He says we must take up our cross and follow him. Before people close their mind to the notion of taking up your cross, let's remember that the cross of Christ won for us salvation. Granted, it was an instrument of death, but also an instrument of life, new life. So I have to ask, is it possible that our daily cross could be a means of dying to oneself and being a life force for others? What's getting in your way from loving God enough to be his presence in the world and accomplishing his will in serving others? Isn't it time that we kind of let go of all that, whatever it is, and start following him with joy, with peace, with with a gentleness? May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Hey, before we close today, I just want to remind you that on Mondays during the month of September, we're asking our listeners to forward the Monday podcast to somebody else who they think might benefit from it. You can forward tomorrow's podcast easily through our app or via the link that was emailed to you. All I'm asking is that you take the time and and support us. Get a few new members for us so that we can spread the word about the gospel of Jesus Christ and get more and more individuals putting God first in their faith. In the meantime, do take good care of yourself and one another, and we'll see you tomorrow.